Match fam, I hope everyone's doing well. It's Sarah, um, you know, the founder of Edge Match. So I'm here, and um, I just wanted to give y'all a special shout out. I know that I don't pop on very often, but I need to change that, man. Really need to change that. I miss y'all, and uh, you know, glad to see uh, some of y'all tuning in. Hello, hello. I feel like it's giving me like the weird internet signal. So if I'm kind of glitchy, my apologies in advance, but. Hopefully I'm okay. So I'm going to keep on rocking with the understanding that I'm going to be okay. So let me tell you why I'm on here today. The reason that I am here today <laughs> is because, um, well, before I get into why I'm in here today, I first have to give a huge shout out. Um, you probably saw the video. The video might look a little familiar to you if you're an EduMatch OG. If you've been with, rocking with us for a few years and you've probably seen that intro um, on our podcast episodes, things of that nature, um, took a lot of people coming together. So huge shout out to Ron Madison. You hear his, uh, his bass in the back, edge match, edge match. I'm gonna play it again at the end, but, but yeah, yeah, check that out. It's pretty smooth. And also shout out to Rachel Pearson who designed the great edge match after hours graphic. So I see, I see some people in the house. What is up Dr. L? All right. Melody saying, love this tune. Can't see you. Can't see me. Oh no, hopefully, okay, it might be my internet, um, I sure hope not, but, um, yeah, gotta fix that, but hopefully you can hear me okay, uh, let me see what happens, what happens if I unplug and then replug with this crazy hotspot here, it's supposed to help, it's not supposed to be messing stuff up, come on, technology, okay, so I just unplugged and replugged, but anyway, let me get back into it, so, what brought me here today? I had a blog post just like brewing in me. I was just like, ah, I want to get this blog post out. I've been sitting on it for months and months and months. And y'all know me. I love to write, um, but I don't do it very often because it takes so long. You know, it takes so long for me to write. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'll sit here and write this blog post for like, uh, okay, y'all can see me. Great. Yeah. I'll, I'll sit here, write this blog post for like, uh, for like an hour, it'll be like a thousand words. So today was not one of those days where I had the luxury uh, to do that because um, there's been a lot going on. So I was just like, okay, let me just pop on and talk to my people and just get this out of my system because it's been just like, it's been in me and I've been trying to get it out, but um, I don't know. That's what this is for. So Today, without any further ado, I bring you True Life. I'm a community organizer. So if you, <laughs> I know I'm dating myself with that title, um, but if you have, uh, if you came up like in the 90s, 2000s, like I did, then you probably catch the reference. It used to be an MTV show called True Life. And then they would say, I'm a blank, blank, blank. So True Life, I'm a community organizer. So I'm going to tell y'all about just in a nutshell, some tips and tricks that I picked up along the way. Um, so EduMatch, you know, if if you're in here, I, I have this going to like five different destinations. Huge shout out to Melody because she told me about going to the pro plan of uh, StreamYard. I had like the, the basic, but now I'm on the pro. So now I can be everywhere. But I was just like, let me let me not go buck wild on my first day. So I have it going out to, to five places. But um, 
but yeah, so I just wanted to um, share, you know, if, if you're not familiar with EduMatch, EduMatch is a grassroots community of educators that started, well, I don't know if we can still call it grassroots, but I think we can. I think we can because we still have the same like uh, mission and vision, but we started back in 2014. And really to give you all the short version of a very long story, um, connected with some awesome people, just, you know, the initial idea was match people up over similar areas of interest. And as people joined, they brought their ideas. Hey, why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? So depending on when you first got acquainted with EduMatch, assuming that you are acquainted with EduMatch, then you may know some of the things it does, but probably not everything it does. So just a really quick rundown of what we do as EduMatch. So we were doing a regular podcast that's taken a little bit of a hiatus, but we're going to bring it back. This might end up as being one of the um, one of the uh, episodes. We also have uh, thriving social media communities. Um, we have a Facebook group. So, ah, oh, the network is still tripping. No. Okay. I'm unplugging from my hotspot. Let me actually, okay. I'm unplugging from my hotspot. I'm about to reboot my hotspot and bring it back. But right now I'm still on the Wi-Fi. So hopefully, hopefully it'll go. Um, but yeah, so we started out on Twitter. You can hear me fine. Okay, cool. So hopefully when I plug this back in, then it'll be cool. I just turned it off and turning it back on right now. I'm frozen. Ah, okay. <laughs> I don't want to be frozen, but um, there I am. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I am putting my hotspot back on. So apologies for the tech snafus, y'all. Um, you know how it goes, but um, but yeah, so we started on Twitter, just kind of connecting people, you know but grew to um, be on many different social media platforms. So we have a thriving Facebook group um, and, you know, the EduMatch publishing group. We also have our EduMatch group, which is also thriving. I'm not saying that we're not. So when I say thriving for one, I mean thriving for all. So, um, so we have our two EduMatch communities on Facebook. We have two, thank you so much, Melody. Uh, let me put that, that uh, chat up, yeah. So we also have two Voxer groups. So one of them started back in 2014, is still going strong. Uh, we have another one that's kind of has a different feel to it where people just kind of pop in and stuff like that. We also have an internal one for our authors. So, you know, we have like a lot of different communities going on. Um, and in addition to that, so that's like our social media stuff. Um, in addition to that, we have our publishing company. So now we've put out over 60 books, probably over 70 by this point. But we have educators from, um, you know, from all over the world sharing their stories. We're also, um, we've also expanded to professional learning opportunities. So people can go in, do PD and stuff like that. Let me see. So the Facebook for EduMatch. Thank you so much, Melody. Yep. Um, so, you know, we're, we're currently, we've been, uh, recognized as a Google for education PD partner, and we're working on a really cool project right now. I can't wait to tell y'all about it's with YouTube originals. Uh, so you'll see that, um, in the very near future. So more information about that is to come. And last and certainly not least, we have a nonprofit. So our mini grants, we're putting out some mini grants into the community. Application just closed, but we'll be back with uh, with more. So it's uh, just took a sneak peek today at all of the applications. And wow, there are some amazing things that educators are doing with their students. So 
super excited to, to give out this money. So that's EduMatch in a nutshell. So we do a lot of different things. So we have a very strong um, community and huge shout out to everybody who is part of it. Huge shout out to everyone who is building it. Like this is just, just super amazing um, experience to be part of. So I thank everyone sincerely for, for all of that. So Wanted to give you the background before we jump into the five different lessons. Ah, thank you, Melody. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That is it. Um, so y'all know, if you know me, you know I'm super techie, but I am also very analog. So I tend to write things down. So I have my journal here where I write down my lessons. So this morning I was just like, I need to get this blog post out of me. It's been, you know, burning in my spirit. <laughs> That's so dramatic, right? Um, but it's it's I I went back and forth on the title. I was like, should it be confessions of a community organizer? This sounds kind of scandalous or, you know, true life, I'm a community organizer. That's what I ended up settling on. So um, I did not write out the full blog post, spoiler alert. Um, but what I did do is that I have my notes right here. I summarized them on Facebook a little earlier today. And um, I just wanted to share a few takeaways with uh, with my community. So it's not exhaustive. Um, I know that, you know, we have some dynamic community organizers in here already. So I would love if y'all share your tips as well. Some people might be thinking of starting a community. So uh, by all means, I would say that that's one of the one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Uh, so I would highly recommend that that you do it. But but learn through my experience. I'm going to share some tips with you right now. OK, and I'm a little nervous <laughs> if I'm being honest. I'm a little nervous because because this one is kind of it hits kind of close home so i don't know exactly how deep i'm gonna get with it but but let's 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 see we'll play it by ear so the very first thing is to check your motivation so i alluded to this a little bit on facebook if you are trying to come into this for the money uh that's not something i would recommend because quite often there is no money quite often you will be supporting your community through your paycheck so do not so check your motivation if the motivation is to make money just, I, I would say, leave that at the door. But one thing that you can do, if if you are trying to sell something or if you are trying to, you know, if you have some kind of good or service for sale, um, I would say definitely be transparent, you know, create your um, your product, market it and build a community around it. You know, people who, who love your product, people who love your uh, what have you, you know, build that community around that. But I would say that, um, for the purposes of what I'm talking about today, then community organizing is more of the primary focus, right? Whereas if you kind of do it the other way, um, then then it's still a focus, but it's more of a secondary focus. Like your your primary focus would be to make money, and your secondary focus would be to build a community. So I I would I would say like if you're trying to, there's nothing wrong with making money. Money is great, you know. <laughs> like in our profession, we are notoriously underpaid. So. Um, but I would say that going into trying to build a community for the purpose of making money, that's, that's, that's not going to be effective, uh, most, in most cases, in my opinion. So just wanted to put that out there. Another motivation, I didn't get a chance to go into this on Facebook cause I was kind of short on time. Um, see, okay. So I would say, um, a good friend of mine, uh, Barbara Bray, many of you know her, love her. She wrote a book, Define Your Why. And that's one thing that we always, always, always need to do um, when we're trying to figure out why we want to do something. So figure out why am I doing this, right? 
Um, I'll tell you when I started Edgy Match, I didn't really know it at the time. Like I knew, I kind of knew why I was doing it. I was just like, this is kind of a cool idea. And I'm connecting with a lot of people. And wouldn't, wouldn't it be cool if the people that I was connecting with were connecting with each other? So that was like my focus in my mind. But then when I actually thought about it and shout out to Dr. Tatul and Toya, because he asked me like some questions. I don't know if he remembers, but a few years back, he really drilled down and he was just like, so you know, that's all well and good that you started it, but that's not, you know, that's, that's is that sustainable? Like what, what makes you sustain um, your efforts with this? And I thought about it and I thought about it and I was going back to like my first few years in the classroom. Um, and, you know, I did have some good people in my corner, but I also felt very kind of isolated. I kind of felt like I didn't know what I was doing. And I was just like, wow, you know, it would have been so dope to have a community of educators, like literally in my pocket, you know, like I could bust out my phone, ask a question or or talk about my day, get support, you know, um, and that that was not available in 2004. So I'm dating myself yet again, um, but it wasn't available in the way that it is now. Um, but like, I, I kind of wanted to to create that community for anybody else who might be feeling that way. And also not just, not just at the beginning, um, but also throughout our career, we need one another. And I was finding it so beneficial to connect with so many different people. I was just like, let me just, you know, so that that's been kind of the driving force. So check your motivations, know why you're doing what you're doing. Okay. And we'll circle back to that theme. All right. So the second thing, so the second thing, this one, um, is to be inclusive with your members, but be selective AF with your collaborators, okay? <laughs> so teamwork makes the dream work. And I am so blessed to uh, have found so many amazing people um, to have collaborated with in EduMatch and all of its different forms and iterations. And over the years, you know, there've been some people who have come and gone. There've been some people who've come and stayed. But it's just been um, it's just been an amazing experience. And I have to once again, thank everybody who's been a part of it to to build it. Um, so, oh, I'm seeing a few. I'm seeing a comment. Oh, this is fire, Melody. I love this. I love this. Uh, share 80 percent of helpful information built around your expertise and 20 percent around your product. Absolutely. I love that. And thank you. Thank you. Brian, as well. Thank you. Yes, indeed. So wait, why is my thing acting crazy? Okay, there we go. <laughs> yes. So be inclusive with members. Um, EduMatch is for everybody. If you're an educator, EduMatch is for you. Um, we want to make sure that people, you know, people feel um, included and people feel, not just feel, but they are, you know, um, we have all different kinds of people in EduMatch um, from all different geographic locations and and a lot of different things. And I mean, it's just been, that's kind of the magic of the community, right? Because um, one thing is is building those deeper connections. That's kind of been a recurring mantra with EduMatch. Um, you know how you have like the surface connections, right? With folks like, you know, what's your name? What do you do? You know, whatever, right? And you have surface conversations a lot of times with folks, but you don't really dig deep and get to know about them get to know about their families, get to know about how they grew up, get to know about, you know, what makes them tick, what they love, things like that. So 
those deeper connections are really what makes um what makes the magic um in my opinion so definitely being inclusive with members um you know like having just just letting everyone know that it is for them um but when you come to collaborators you got to vet your folks like <laughs> seriously um so one thing Again, teamwork makes the dream work. You have to have people in your corner, like for real, for real, for real. Got to have folks in your corner. I mean, you don't necessarily have to, like depending on what you're trying to do. Like if you're trying to do something that you can sustain by yourself, then you can. But I, I think that it makes it better, you know, uh, to have other people there because they bring their knowledge, they bring their expertise, they bring their passions, they bring their talents. And I can say for me, like me personally speaking, I would not be able to do this had it not been for folks that I collaborate with, you know? So a uh, huge shout out to y'all again. Um, I would say when it comes to being selective, then there's a variety of things that you want to look for. I mean, obviously the big things like integrity, you know, uh, just like honesty, you know, like that stuff is to, um, to definitely, you know, that, that stuff comes with the territory. But I would say also think about things such as knowing yourself, know how you operate, right? And know, know who you will work well with. And you don't have to necessarily work like, like not everybody that you collaborate with on every single thing has to be your bestie, but you need to know your work styles. Like as you're building your team, yes, absolutely, Melody, trustworthiness. That is huge, 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 huge. But yeah, you got to know like how you work and how you can work with someone else. And I'm not saying like you got to think the same way as someone else. No, 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 no. It's best to to surround yourself with all different kinds of viewpoints, right? Um, because that way y'all will be able to collaborate and come up with, you know, even richer um a richer community, right? Um, but know, know what makes you productive and what makes you unproductive. So like, I see Melody saying, I love people who push me to think about something I generally don't think about, but they do it in a way that doesn't piss me off. I hear you on that 100%. That's kind of what I'm talking about right there, right? Um, I know for me, then like, I am very... It's kind of hard to describe, but one thing that does not work for me is like pressuring me, rushing me, you know, because especially when there's so many things on the table um, and that pressure is going to be like counterproductive. So I tend to like collaborate with folks who are um, who, who are cool with just kind of going with the flow. So that's that's one thing that I look for. So just thinking about um, thinking about things that work well with your working style. Um, and I have to give a huge shout out. I'm not going to say the name of this person, but one of my friends was spot on um, when it came to getting into business with friends. One thing that my friend said was that we should have a contract and, you know, this will help to protect the friendship. And I agree 100 uh, percent just seeing how well that that came into play. So, um, you know, so when you're doing business with friends, then sometimes it works spectacularly. And I've been so lucky, knock on wood, that I've been able to do business um, with so many of my friends and collaborate with so many of my friends and things have gone um, really well. But sometimes, you know, things may go 
you know, things may not go well. So it's good to have that contract in place so that you know exactly who's responsible for what in order to make sure that things go smoothly. So that is kind of my thing for number two. All right. So number this one is that I'm kind of a little lot nervous about. <laughs> but the third one is to um is to have your boundaries in place. So I believe on Facebook, uh, what I said a little earlier today was that there's going to be or not opportunities, but there's going to be moments where you'll be extra human. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You know, there are moments like a huge shout out to Erin Kiger, um, because her book, uh, that just came out, um, hashtag juggle the struggle. Right. Um, then, and she she asked me to write a chapter in it. So I kind of one times I tend to like drown myself in work and it tends to become unsustainable after a certain point because then you know the burnout sets in and you know so I have to really check myself to make sure that I don't take on too much when I'm feeling a certain way because sometimes people, myself included, uh sometimes get that that dopamine hit when you can check something off that to-do list, right? Or when you feel needed or when you feel wanted or when you're making people happy by doing things. And, you know, there's got to be some kind of limit to that. So being very mindful of yourself and knowing that, you know, one, one thing that comes to mind right now is something I heard in a podcast that, um, that sometimes you have to use your nose to protect your yeses, right? So creating those boundaries is super, super important. You have to be, you have to be super mindful in this because if not, then um, I mean, stuff can eat you alive. Like I'm, I'm not even going to lie. It can eat you alive, like for real. Um, so you got to protect yourself, got to protect yourself, got to protect your time, got to protect your energy, got to protect your spirit, um, <laughs> you know, and, and, really tough uh, where, you know, you, you just got to handle it. You know, you, you got to step away sometimes and just take the time out to handle whatever else in your life might be going on, what might be blowing up, whether it's, you know, taking care of yourself, taking care of your family, taking care of um, like your nine to five, even like if things start ramping up there and, um, you know, and it becomes kind of unsustainable, then you might need to take a beat, take a pause. And that is okay. That is okay. I see what Melody's saying right now. It totally can eat you alive and the long-term leaves you worthless. Yes. When that burnout sets in, I'm telling you, it is not a good feeling, especially when you promise the moon and the stars, <laughs> you know, um, to, to people you might be collaborating with, because in the moment it makes you feel good. You know, when you're getting stuff done, it makes you feel good and you don't have to think about whatever else is on your mind um, until that burnout hits and you literally hit a, well, not literally, but you hit a wall and you can't do anything else. So absolutely. And Melody's saying, if it's important, it'll be there when you come back. If people care about you, they will respect your season. Can't let fear drive you. I got to definitely give you a hand clap on that. So, um, you know, there've been moments in the, not so distant past where 
I've had to just completely disconnect, step away. Um, you know, I, and I'm not going to get into all that now, but I found myself in situations that I never thought that I would experience. Um, and still kind of, you know, coming back from that. But at that time, I just had to just say, okay, you know, you gotta, <laughs> I'm sorry, you gotta give me some grace right now. And I gotta give myself some grace, but I just can't, I gotta handle this. And I mean, like Melody said, the people who got it, got it. And the people who didn't get it and continue to like, kind of, you know, just pile on, then that showed me a lot about that relationship, those relationships as well, you know? Um, so you, you gotta be kind to yourself. I mean, the world is not always going to be kind to you, but you, as hard as it may be sometimes, because a lot of people are their own worst critics, you got to be kind to yourself. Um, so that, that's kind of what the creating boundaries, um, what I kind of meant by that. Also, you know, you have to give yourself time to smell the roses, you know, for the good stuff. Um, because work, 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 work sounding like Rihanna, um, but work, 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 <laughs> you know, that can take over everything. So, um, but there's so much more to life than that. So create those boundaries, uh, take your time to rest, take your time for self-care, take your time to be with your, your loved ones, you know, like that's, that's what life really is. So, um, and everything else is a bonus, you know, everything else is a cherry on top. Um, and you can find so much happiness and joy in the cherries as well. But don't lose don't lose sight of um don't lose sight of of what is really important. Um, in addition to that, then with creating your boundaries, then um also protect yourself when it comes to your intellectual property. <laughs> That's another thing that I have learned the hard way. Um, so whatever that might, you know, whatever that may be for you. Um, I know with Edumatch, we trademarked the name Edumatch. Um, so that, I mean, that's giving some <laughs> legal protection, <laughs> but, um, but really, I, I think that that's a good idea to do, um, you know, like copyrights, um, trademarks, you know, like, um, whenever in doubt, if you do have the opportunity to, uh, to connect with the lawyer, you know, maybe even for a free consultation, just to kind of get some some advice on what to do to to make sure that you're protected. Um, then I would highly, highly, highly recommend that. And if you are in a position where you can, you know, connect, find, afford a lawyer um, when it comes to community organizing, then I'll tell you that that has been invaluable over the years. Like, um, you know, in terms of generating contracts things of that nature, um, just looking over things, you know, um, so, but definitely protect yourself, protect your intellectual property, protect your time, protect your mind, protect your spirit, protect all of that. All right. We have two more, two more. Y'all ready? Okay. So the next one is being transparent. So in terms of being transparent, then, um, really that goes to laying things out on the table so that everyone's on the same page when it comes to expectations. Um, I found that, and this this is when it, uh, really when um, when I encountered this, this is when dealing with potential collaborators. You know, I'm just like, these are the pros, 
these are the challenges, you know, make your, you know, make your informed decision, but I'm not going to paint like everything is roses. Like, you know, this X, Y, Z is going to definitely happen. It might happen. It happened before. Um, <laughs> but um, I learned a new acronym from a friend of mine, Owen, uh, your mileage may vary. So, <laughs> you know, um, but just sharing and being very transparent about this is, this is where we are. This is where we're planning to go. Um, this is how we can maybe help each other get there. Um, take it or leave it. I mean, not in those terms, but <laughs> you know, just laying everything out on the table so that folks know what they're getting into. And hopefully they reciprocate it and they give you, you know, the same honesty, the same transparency, just so that you know, um, so that you know what you're getting into. And I would also say, do your due due diligence on the flip side of that. So I put out a Facebook message a few weeks ago. Hello, Facebook users. Thank you so much, everybody, for, for checking in. Yeah, I would say do your due diligence on um, folks that you collaborate with. Um, so, you know, hopefully we want to we want to think that everybody is an open book, but that's not always the case. So definitely do your research, ask around. I'm getting better at this myself. Um, still kind of working on that part, but, um, but yeah, definitely. And brr, drum roll, please last, but certainly not least being authentic. So one really good thing to do is at the beginning, write out your mission and or vision statement, right. And keep circling back to that. See if that is, um, you know, see if, if, if you're sticking to that. Um, I know that for us, then we've kind of pivoted in our ways over the years for Edumatch. We've pivoted in how we do X, Y, and Z, but it's always been the same, always been the same. But if you do, you know, change your vision along the way intentionally, then, I mean, that's always okay. Like growing and changing and evolving, that is totally fine. Um, but just make sure that you have that reason why you are going back to defining your why, right? <laughs> so just, make sure that you have that reason why you're making that shift. Um, you know, and you see it with like different companies all the time. Like, um, I, I'm into stocks a lot. <laughs> so, um, one, one thing recently is that Facebook has changed its name to meta, like Facebook is still Facebook, right. But the company that owns Facebook is now meta because they're shifting towards uh, building out the metaverse, which I think is like, very interesting. Um, I've seen some friends <laughs> kind of voice some concerns um, about it, but I mean, think of like Ready Player One. So they want to be like in that space. They want to they want to drive that. So they're kind of pivoting, which is okay, you know, for them. Um, Melody has a great comment. If if you can't speak up in any kind of working collaboration, when something goes against your core values, you are in a toxic situation. That is truth. That is a truth bomb right there. So you want to make sure um, that you can look yourself in the mirror, you know, um, like that things are, um, this is this is one thing that a, a lot of times I've had to make some tough decisions because I was just like, if I do X, Y, and Z, will I be able to look myself in the mirror um, the next day? And if the answer is no, then, I mean, it's like hard, but I don't do it or at least I try not to do it. I can't say I'm perfect, but you know, that's a good indication, a good indicator and a good sign to me that that's something I probably shouldn't be doing. So, um, so if anybody tries to 
push you away from your core values, then just know they're probably not a good fit for you, you know? Um, so definitely, you know, that's that's a great point. Um, Melody's saying metaverse is cool, but whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I'm about to play with my Oculus in uh in a little bit, but but yes, indeed. So those are the five uh different steps. This was going to be a blog post. Who knows? Maybe it will be one day. I have no idea, but I just wanted to get that out of my system. So I thank everybody for rocking with me today through the tech glitches and through everything. Um, yeah, so just wanted to um, open it up really quickly. We have a segment called I Don't Even Know. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to open this up in case somebody wants to pop in. Let me drop this. I'm going to drop this in the Edu Match Publishing Facebook group. Um, so I just dropped a comment there. So if anybody wants to pop on, feel free. Um, and if not, I'm just going to keep talking for a couple more seconds and then close this out. Um, but, and I can't remember all the different places I dropped this in. So, uh, so I'm just dropping it in the one that I know that I went to. Um, Facebook user says I was explaining metaverse to my eighth graders today. Yes. You know, metaverse is wild. Like, I'm just like, is this really happening? I think it is. So, um, I mean, not like right this second, but you know, they're, they're getting a good start on it with the Oculus and, and all of that stuff. So I don't know, like <laughs> people have concerns and, and I, I, I get it. I get it. I'm kind of on the fence when it comes to metaverse, but I, I think it could potentially be something really cool. Um, hopefully like they'll be better about privacy and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's coming. I think it's coming. You know, the Oculus, um, those are really gaining a lot of, a lot of steam. Um, so yeah, so it could, it could definitely be a thing. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just gonna, let me see. Oh, and I'll tell y'all, I'll, I'll just shoot the breeze for a couple more seconds just to see if anybody else is going to come on. But speaking of like stocks and investing and stuff like that, I don't know if anybody's been, um, been watching Coinbase, but today, whoa, that thing took a nosedive. Like, it was at 357 um at close and then i think it dipped down to like 302 and the last time i looked at it it was like 325 it's a little too well it's a lot too expensive for me but you know i'm just kind of following along to see um you know I, i'm interested in that stuff so yeah all right well i think that's my time i wanted to thank you all so much for rocking oh rochelle is facebook user hey rochelle what is up <laughs> yeah so i just wanted to thank everybody for rocking um with me tonight hopefully it won't be another year before i do another one of these videos but um i'm sure i'll get frustrated because i don't have time to blog <laughs> you know and i'll be back on um but no nah, i won't it won't just be that but i'll try to be more regular with these and I need to get some water because my voice is starting to sound like uh, some kind of Muppet. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and bounce. But uh, thank you to everybody for checking it out. I'm going to put our video back on. Shout out to Ron Madison and to Rachel Pearson again. And shout out to all of you for watching. Thank you for everything. And I'll see you all soon. Bye.